Howdy. Happy Friday or whatever day it is when you are listening to this episode, which is episode number 362 of Smart Podcast Trashy Books. I'm Sarah Wendell from Smart Bitches Trashy Books, and today I have the audio live from the Strand Bookstore Romance Game Night. If you missed Romance Game Night on July 25th, we have audio, courtesy of the fine, fine folks at the Strand. So you get to listen in as Helena Hunting, Lauren Lane, Melanie Johnson, Alicia Rye, and Sonali Dave play Romance Bingo, Never Have I Ever, or Would You Rather. It's very inappropriate and hilarious, and I will tell you in a moment the titles that this episode almost had. But I also want to thank several people by name, and you'll hear this during the episode as well, but it bears repeating, emphasis on bears, A lot of people go into an event like this behind the scenes with box cutters, tote bags, probably Sharpie markers. And I want to make sure to name the people who made this evening possible. So massive and effusive thanks to Sabir Sultan, Cynthia Gray, Natalie Say, Marissa Sangiacomo, Jenny Conway, Noreen Nasheed, DJ Desmiter, Megan Harrington, Kelly Klein, and of course, to Sean P., who recorded this fine, fine audio. Thank you, thank you, thank you for making this evening possible for everyone who enjoyed it. What did I call this episode? Almost? Leeches, bears, and tampons. Oh my. This week's podcast sponsor is the Mafia series written by Anne Royal Nicholas. If you liked Sex in the City and the Jane Austen Book Club, or if you're a member of a book club yourself, you will love this contemporary women's fiction series set in Los Angeles, where only one of the nine members of this zany book club is in show business. The Mafia, More Mafia, and Muff Stuff are each narrated by a different member of the Mafia book club, In book one, the Mafia, Madeline, is having a fling with an Israeli spy and trying to get her life back on track. In book two, more Mafia, talent agent Quinn is getting sabotaged at work while trying to break free of her married boyfriend. And in book three, Muff Stuff, Sarah is in the midst of a bad breakup and dogs are going missing, all while she tries to build a baking empire. In each of the stories, there's a light mystery element and a couple of book club meetings where invariably one of the muffs reveals a calamity that needs everyone's help. The Mafia is a series about the enduring power of friendship and the love of books. And because each book is told from a different character's point of view, there is something for everyone. The Mafia series is on sale now. You can find out more at anroyalnicholas.com. Today's podcast transcript is brought to you by Last Chance Rodeo by Carrie Lindell. In this standalone novel, Dell invites readers into the heart of her home country, Montana's Blackfeet Nation, and the challenges faced by a teenaged boy with fetal alcohol syndrome who is determined to live his best life with the staunch support of his makeshift family, plus a whole lot of hope, humor, and one very opinionated horse. One thoughtless moment cost David Parsons everything, an irreplaceable horse named Muddy, his rodeo career, and his fiancée. After four long years, he's finally tracked the missing horse to the Blackfeet Reservation, and it should be the happiest day of his life. But the troubled young boy who's riding Muddy now has had more than his fair share of hard knocks, and his fierce guardian, Mary Steele, will do whatever it takes to make sure losing this horse isn't the blow that levels him. David finds himself drawn to both of them and faces a soul-wrenching dilemma. Take Muddy and his shot at Rodeo Glory or claim what could be his last chance to make his shattered heart whole. 
Author Carrie Lindell is a Blackfeet descendant who lives with her family on the reservation and brings a lifetime of rodeo experience to this touching family drama. Last Chance Rodeo is available now wherever books are sold. You can find out more at carrylindell.com. If you are a longtime listener of this podcast or a recent new listener, hi, you know that we have a podcast Patreon. Every pledge helps keep the show going, helps me make sure that I can record outside of my snug little office here, and most of all, make sure every episode has a transcript just like this one will. If you would like to join our Patreon community, please have a look at patreon.com slash smartpitches. Monthly pledges start at $1, and every pledge is deeply, deeply appreciated. I will have information at the end of the show as to the music you're listening to, what's coming up on Smart Bitches this week, and I'll have a terrible joke because, well, it is that time of year when all I do is send terrible jokes to people because I'm a terrible person. But without any further delay, let's have some fun. It is time for Romance Game Night at The Strand. Come on in and sit down. Okay, y'all did real well, well done. Welcome, everybody. Find a chair. All right, shall we get this evening started? All right. Oh, wait, that's cheating. You can't see the questions. All right, so I am going to have our lovely, amazing, incredible panel of authors introduce themselves and tell us your latest book, please. Pop quiz. Do you remember what it's called? That's a hard question. Would you please go first, ma'am? Hi, I'm... Oh, geez, I need, that needs to be closer. Hi. I'm Helena Hunting, and uh, the last book I released was Making Up, and that was like a week ago. <laughs> and I am Lauren Lane. My most recent book is The Prenup, which came out two weeks ago. Yay, congratulations! I'm Melanie Johnson, and my most recent book was Once Upon a Bad Boy. Uh, I'm Alicia Rye, and my upcoming book uh, comes out August 6th is The Right Swipe. Yes. I'm Sonali Dev, and my last book was called um, Pride, Prejudice, and Other Flavors. <laughs> Always going to forget one, right? Okay, so here's how all of this mayhem will work. You guys have bingo cards. The bingo begins now. Any term that one of us say, you mark on your bingo cards. And if you get bingo, you can stand up and yell. That sounds great. I will also check in in between our games of inappropriate mayhem to make sure that no one has inadvertently made a bingo and then not noticed because, I mean, authors, right? Bingo, authors, authors. So... The bingo starts now. All of the things that we say are fair game, okay? Man titty. Um, first, we are going to play Never Have I Ever Writer's Edition. And we have paddles for everyone. That does sound as fun as it sounds. As I, just, as I just said that out loud, I'm like, oh, we have paddles. This is even why. better. I, have two. I don't know why. You know, one of them might be I've mine. I've done and not done it. Can I have mine? Oh, I think it's supposed to be mine. I'm just going to come get my paddle. She paddles. just wanted to. Just paddles Wait, this is mine, right? I'm supposed to use this to, like, beat them into... Okay. So if they answer poorly, I'm now armed. Isn't that why we all have them? To be yes. Yes, but it, you're author, so it's self-flagellation. That's how this works. This is true. 
No, it's not. So we are going to start with Never Have I Ever. And if you have, you hold up your have. And you have not, you hold up your have not. And then I will ask for stories because I have no mercy. And that's horrible. What's the, what's the rating on this? Oh. This is not my house, so I'm going to say NC-17 is fine. You do what you need to do. Just checking. Sean's fine with it, so we're good. Yeah. I decided that he, he makes decisions. It's all your fault all right, now, ladies. Sean. Never have I ever used real-life inspiration for a character or plot. You have, you have, you have, you have, you have. That was kind of a gimme, right? All right, Lauren, what was your inspiration from real life for a character or plot? Oh, well, it's actually not that exciting, but if I have a character that I don't really like, um, maybe some past coworkers or people that have done me wrong may make a little appearance. And no, I'm just, I'm gonna be a little bit vague in case they're in the audience, because that would be super <laughs> awkward. Uh, but yeah, it, tend, it tends to be the more uh, negative traits, maybe, where I'm like, this person really pissed me off. And then maybe it slips in there a little bit. I'm just accidentally. This sounds outstandingly cathartic. <laughs> it, it actually kind of is, because like you can't act, I'm not very confrontational usually, but you know, you can kind of say, hey, remember that one time when you were actually awful in the break room? Um, yeah, I mean, it may sneak in there. Oh, yeah. yeah, just saying. Have all of you pretty much written in people you don't like and had terrible things happen to them? Please tell me it's not just me. <laughs> no one is nodding. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I have one whole novella to my credit, and I totally did that. So <laughs> don't even worry. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I mean, I've written in people I like too. Yeah. So, yeah. So I have not done that. Equal opportunity. Equal, equal opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Is there anyone, has there ever been anyone who was like super dastardly where you're like, not only am I going to write you into my book, but something really bad is going to happen to you? Oh, we don't have any suspense no. authors, so there's not going to be any entrails no, yeah, or dismemberment. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. ask Karen Rose that question. She'll tell you about people she killed, and it is like, <laughs> what? like but not literally. Although it sounds that way when she talks about it. It's great. All right. Never have I ever written spicy things in a public place. I have, I have, I have, I have. I'd have never written a spice. No, wait. No, I was in my room when I wrote that. Um, all right. Sonali. Oh, gosh. Oh, I have written spicy things on bleachers while my four- and six-year-olds were swimming in... <laughs> Listen, I've been to swim meets, and they are nine and a half years long each. Yeah. So how much sex were you writing here? And, uh, no, and this is like, no, these are classes that my four-year-old and six-year-old went to, not swim meets. Um, but, but I have to say that the swim instructor that my kids had when they were that young... Uh-oh. <laughs> that is all I will say. My son is now that age, and I feel terrible. <laughs> Yeah, it was not strictly legal, but... but he it's was, like fake killing pe people. It's okay, I'll say three words. Low slung swim shorts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, we have these paddles, ladies. <laughs> Lena, what about you? Have you ever written the spicy things in a public place? On a plane. Because you know the people who sit next to you on the plane are like... If, if they want to read over my... That's up to them. I mean, that's not my fault. If they have issues later... That's um, their problem. Yeah, they just go to the bathroom. You're fine. <laughs> that's a different club. Go ahead. 
All right. Never have I ever cried while writing or reading my own book. Excellent. You cried, Melanie? Yeah, and I really didn't expect to. Um, in the second book, uh, Smitten by the Brit, um, it is uh, two girls, um, her best friend is getting married, and she had been, the heroine had been wanting to get married for a long time, and things went awry, and her best friend has this whirlwind romance and is getting married in like less than six months of meeting her, you know, her, her guy. And so for a long time there was like this jealousy she had to work through, but then when she was, you know, the, the maid of honor walking down the aisle when she kisses her, her best friend and says, you know, she says, you know, I'm so happy for you, I love you, and it was in that moment of pure joy. <laughs> did I like, did give you all the words in one row? <laughs> take long <laughs> All right, <laughs> Natalie is coming yeah, towards you with the yeah. prize. Yeah. Congratulations on your bingo. <laughs> one answer. Well played. But yeah, so that moment of just like letting all that jealousy go and just being purely happy for her friend, I was just like, (laughs) (laughs) and then when I was narrating it, I was crying in the booth. (laughs) Oh no. And that makes your voice sound really funky when you get all sweet. Yeah, that's a problem. Oh no. Alicia. Hi, Sarah. How you doing? (laughs) Good. Have you cried while writing your own books? Oh yeah. Um... (laughs) And I think the worst or the most uh, awkward one was, does anyone here know what Wegmans is? Yeah. Of Wegmans. Of course you do. Um, so my sister, um, you know, she, my family lives close to the, sort of the flagship Wegmans in Rochester. And um, I, they have a great cafe upstairs and you can go sit there and work and stuff. So I used to sit there and write a lot. And I actually finished um, the Forbidden Heart series uh, in, in that right there. Like I wrote the last scene there. Um, and funny enough, that series has a supermarket chain in it that is in a cold upstate New York town. Um, and so I was sitting there and I was like crying because I was like, they're all okay, it's all good. And then, um, I kid you not, the door like for the conference room there opens and Danny Wegmans walks out. And if you're like a local, you know the Wegmans family. Like they come to the stores and they'll like, you know, come up and be like, hey, how's it going? Like, you looking for the ham. Sorry, we don't have the ham. We'll take care of the ham, you know. And my sister, my older sister, actually, one time, Danny Wegmans came up to her while she was at the meat counter, and she was, he was like, is there anything I can do for you? And she was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm really sad you guys don't sell that ham here anymore. And he turned to his poor, overworked assistant and said, what's up with the ham? <laughs> and so, so he came up to me, and I'm sitting there, like, <laughs> and, and he was like, hi. And I said, hi. And he's like, how's it going? And I was like, good. And he's like... Are you enjoying the sushi? <laughs> and I, said, I am. It's lovely. <laughs> so that is my greatest crying story. It's wonderful. Ah, you're welcome. <laughs> we got all the bingo up in here. You guys on that? All right, the bingo. Okay, uh, Marissa's coming at you. Other bingo is up front on the far right. Thank you. Okay, this is this is some rapid bingo. We need to start adding, like, scientific terms to the bingo cards here. (laughs) And then I'll start asking questions about, like, two trains leaving stations. Don't start mathing. No, I don't math. There is no no mathing. Sorry. That's why we write. All right. Never have I ever... This is a terrible question. I apologize. This may be potentially upsetting. Never have I ever accidentally lost or deleted my entire manuscript. The entire thing? The entire? Entire? Enough of it that you were panicked. Yeah. You have not... I have nice. nice knock on wood. She said and entire. The panic. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> For like wavering. a minute and a half though. But and it then was I figured like a, it out. But it was, but it very was the memorable. most terrifying minute and yeah. a half of my entire life. Almost. No. Sort of. But it came back, so it's fine. Sonali? When I had just decided I want to start writing again, I uh, had an office job. I was nine months pregnant. Oh. And so I you were a been, little busy. I was kind of busy, but uh, I wrote on my work laptop. Not a good idea, people. Note to self. I mean, note to everybody. <laughs> but uh, I had written about six, seven chapters, but I had gotten back to writing after a good ten years. So this was, you know, in my mind, absolutely brilliant stuff. <laughs> and I left work one day, went home. It was the weekend, and my boss calls me and says, uh, what month are you in again? And I said, ninth. And he said, so if you panic and something happens and you have your baby, that will be safe, right? <laughs> and I said, what happened? And he said, your lap." A bunch of laptops were stolen out of the oh. office. Someone went through and stole about 15 laptops, and yours was one of them. And no backups, nothing. Oh. It was all gone, which is probably a great thing, because <laughs> having written since then, it was a good thing someone stole that night. <laughs> Do you ever go back and think about writing that story? Do you remember it? It was, it was an autobiographical story of having an arranged marriage. So it was called 13 Boys, which means I met 13 boys. <laughs> and it was, I mean, you know, it, 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 it's, a, it's pretty hilarious because they were very funny 13 boys. Actually, 12 were funny, 13th is my husband. And so, <laughs> who is also kind of funny. But kind of funny. 13, 13 was my last lucky number, so it had to happen. But, but that was the book, so maybe someday. I... I, I I think I that, why well, would read that? Show of hands, who would read that? All right, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's our endorsement. Or we can go find that thief and totally kick his ass, right? So, Lauren, you never lost a manuscript. What is your ironclad backup method? Because now we're going to talk technology. Well, okay, so, oh, loud. Got excited about backups. Um, when I first started out, I was very obsessive. Like, I would write, like, ten words and email the manuscript to my husband. And I was, like, this, this was not a good manuscript. This was, like early, early days. He's like, what am I reading here? I'm like, please, please archive it. Never open it. But that was my feel safe. Uh, and now I'm, I'm very much, I'm a Dropbox loyalist. So I'll go back up to iCloud and Dropbox. I still, still email it, but now I email it to myself. Um, so yeah, I, now that I'm saying this, it sounds very, very paranoid. But it's, it's worked for me so far. I, I don't think that sounds paranoid. I think that's completely rash. Do you have any idea how many backups? I have so many backups. Melanie? I, it's like it was like a couple of minutes of of panic. It was one of those when Word likes to update at the worst possible times oh. for forty five minutes, yeah. always. And then you're like, where is it? 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 And then yeah. So at first it didn't show up, but luckily I have a very technologically savvy husband who manages all my panic attacks. And he's like, it's right here. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. He bought me a terabyte hard drive that backs everything up. <laughs> I gotta say, there are points when you when you hear something like terabyte hard drive, and you're like, "That's hot." <laughs> That's a lot of, of books right there. His ability to do tech stuff is definitely, um, you know, competence porn. Yeah. How many books would fit on a terabyte hard drive? <laughs> I'm starting to think, like, wow. Alicia, did you ever lose? Yeah, it's, your book? it was. I try not to think about it too much. It was uh, last Mercury retrograde. 
And um, I didn't. We have one that just ended. No, yeah, no, it was the one before that. Sorry, it was the one before that. We're still in it. Yeah. To the 30th. Okay. Let's not discuss this. I didn't say that out loud. Um, like, I'm getting anxious just thinking about it. I, you know what it was? I, I went to, um, I thought it would be a brilliant idea to write on the beach um, oh. in L.A. Oh. And, in theory. In theory. But it's hot and computers don't like that. Oh. And so oh. I went home and I went to go turn my computer on and it wouldn't turn on. And um, I, I panicked, and I was like, well, it's okay. I back up everything to the cloud. I checked the cloud. My last backup was gone. And so I, I panicked some more, so I took it to this shady Mac guy. and Because um, I went to the Apple store, and they were like, man, buy a new computer. And I was like, I'm going to go to a shady Mac guy instead. And so I went to a shady Mac guy. And, but before that, like the night before, I, I did the thing that everyone... I put it in rice, like the whole thing. Like I... I was like, I don't know, maybe water got in it. I'll go put it in ice. All right. So I got a big bag of rice and I stuck the laptop in it. And I, I took it to the Mac guy and he was like, you know, Why is maybe, it rattling now? maybe it got water in it. And I was like, so I put it in rice. And he was like, <laughs> and he was like, now, now I have to clean the water and the rice out of it. And so I was like, I'm sorry. And he's like, don't do that. Only don't do that. can make that. And so, uh, but he couldn't save the computer. But luckily, by the time, he was able to save the hard drive. So, I, like, a week later, I got back the seven chapters or so that I thought I'd lost. Seven, seven chapters? chapters? Yeah. And the backup lost seven chapters. My editor's here. She can confirm. That's <laughs> true. It's a real story. So is she panicking, yes. too? I was like, I'm sorry. It's Mercury Retrograde was my exact email, I believe. <laughs> Yeah, she definitely cried. <laughs> How much rice do you need to buy? A 10-kilo bag? I bought, like, a big... I went to, like, the Hispanic grocery store because I figured it would be cheaper. It was. And then I bought, like, a, like a giant bag of rice and I stuck my whole computer into it. Alicia, I think, I think I'm personally offended it wasn't basmati. I know, it was not. That's it was why. Not. It was, it was that long was why, right? Yeah. Sonali, that was why it didn't work, because it wasn't basmati. That was why it didn't work. It might right. have worked if it worked. Yes, you're right, yes. Our people do make the right Our rice. Our people do make yes. rice. <laughs> I'm still just envisioning pulling a laptop out of a bag of rice and being like, fix did, this, please. Did you bring it to the, old, the Shady Mac guy in the bag? No, but when I... When I took it out of the back hand to him, it was in like a computer sleeve and like kernels of rice. <laughs> so if you do write on, write on the beach now, do you just bring the rice with you? I don't write on the beach anymore. <laughs> Traumatized. I, if I'm on a boardwalk, that's fine. I will not write on the sand. That's my. But do you have the rice with you? I don't have rice with me. Yes. Now I'm thinking, like, what kind of Kate Spade handbag would hold the right amount of rice in an emergency? I never put rice in my handbag. No, that would... That, that, what was I thinking? Over the That's line. clearly yeah. ridiculous. All right. Never have I ever nearly quit writing. Ooh. You have. You have not. You have. You have. Sonali, you're on, you're, you're on the fence there? This, this is a binary question, I'm sorry. Pick one. All right. Lauren, what made you almost want to quit writing? Well, so Was you lost a manuscript? Yeah. No. I, I didn't have the rice. Um, <laughs> no, I, it's a little bit of a caveat. I don't think I would ever quit writing. I have put some thought into quitting publishing just because there is something a little bit vulnerable about, like, you create this, this baby uh, and you love it so much and you put it out into the world. And that does sometimes 
sometimes my, my skin isn't as thick as it should be. So sometimes I'm like, I'm going to just take this just for me. Um, luckily, so far, I've, I've been brave and I've managed to, to keep putting them out there. Right. But, but it's hard. It's really hard it, to put something you write. It is. Yeah, I don't for take everyone. us to a like, deep, dark place after all these fun stories. Uh, but yeah, it, it is a little bit, it's vulnerable. And there are times, everyone says you have to have a thick skin. And I'm kind of like, but I don't know that I want to cut myself off from the emotions. So right. it's sort of that, that back and forth of self-protecting versus, okay, like there are readers out there. That is a hard yeah. balance. And, yeah. the, and your own access to your emotions is what you put in your writing, so you don't want to cut that off either. Right, and usually I'll be like, just finished writing the end, and it's a sad scene, and I'm like, not in a great place anyway. Should not be making decisions in that. that yeah, mindset, yeah, that is a tough one. Melanie, what about you? Um, I think we talked about this a little bit on our, the podcast. When I interviewed you, you yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, warning, it's, you know, something to talk about. My, 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 when my father passed away, um, it was really rough and it actually I got the phone call from the um, my sister that he was in the hospital while I was at a writers group so I was actually mid writing what became getting hot with the Scott um, so <clears throat> um, so that whole experience I just I took about a year off really um, so yeah, and it wasn't. I don't think I actively said I'm. I'm not going to write anymore. I just, it just, it wasn't there. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. So here's the other question. One more. One more. Never have I ever before we switch to you know double check the bingo and then move on. Never have I ever made myself laugh so hard I cried while writing my book. I'm not a crying. <laughs> bingo. We got a bingo. We got a bingo. Nice. Wait, and there's a bingo over here? Oh, my gosh. We're racking up the bingos, yes. Awesome. All right. Stay tuned. Never have I ever made myself laugh. Real hard, Walla. Real hard? Real hard, yeah? I mean, it's kind of egotistical to be like, I crack myself up. just funny. Yeah? You have, Alicia? Yeah, I crack myself up. So, I know. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know if I cry. I don't really like cry laugh that that often, but I definitely like type something and gone. <laughs> <laughs> what a clever person I am, you know. But, so I don't, I don't know. I, I should be a writer. Yeah, I should, maybe I should. Maybe I should write rom coms. <laughs> you should. Oh. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, keep your cards in the air. If you are rock, yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> so we're going to take all of the cards. So you have a number on the back. On the back. Oh, that was a smart if idea. You, okay. So Do you want them to write their names on the back? Because they have pens. Because this is publishing and everyone has pens in a tote bag. All right, so write your name on the back and they will be collected by Marissa, who knows lots of things. And then they will draw three. So bingo, the minute you said rom-com, I was like, oh, there we go. Ding, 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 ding. I, I didn't know what was on any of the cards. Yeah, so. yeah, right. I saw Scott and everyone was like, So while we are collecting bingo and names, we're gonna switch games to would you rather? Okay. But you're still playing bingo. But at this point, we're going to collect for drawing later. 
Because there's only so many tote packs. prize packs that people can oh, watch. Yeah. And I will tell you, like, backstage in the, in the place that goes to Weehawken, um, <laughs> they each had, like, all tote bags all the way up their arms. Like, it was really incredible. I was really impressed. So there's, there's a lot of tote bag action. So if you get a bingo, raise your hand, write your name on the back, and we'll collect your card, right? Yep, I'm right? Okay, cool. All right, you guys, have you re- are you ready for Would You Rather? All right, it's going to be lots of talking. I'm going to call lots of names, and it's going to be really chaotic. Yay! Okay. Would you rather write in a cottage in the middle of nowhere or in an apartment in your dream city? Oh, I know. I started with real estate because I have no pity for you. I'm getting the stink eye from Alicia. It's like you had to start with the real estate question, didn't you? It's a a tough one, right? That that is a tough one. It is a tough one. So cottage in the middle of nowhere or apartment in your dream city. Who's going? Sonali? Is it a yes or no question? You got to pick one or the other. Uh, absolutely apartment in, in a city. I mean, I would not know what to do with myself in the middle of the woods. Like, I, I would have just no idea. It, what, what does one do there? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm a city girl at heart. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the idea of a cottage in the middle of nowhere, but like a real cottage in the middle of nowhere would have bears. <laughs> like the uh, the idea of that doesn't have bears, right? But like a real one will. But aren't bear shifters really hot right now? There, there is one condition under which the cottage will work if yeah. Idris Alba is also in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I don't have any notation about um, you know accommodation notes. Is he there? He's there. Okay. All right. So okay, have I have it on full authority that, that the cottage now. comes with Idris Alba. I mean, I follow Idris anywhere. So I take, yeah. I take him. So I like, take him, not the cottage. I take him. Yeah. But again, Idris in an apartment is better than Idris in a cottage. <laughs> Why? Because there's like food delivery? Uh, but I Idris imagine cooking. Idris cooks, yeah. okay? Yes. <laughs> Idris cooks. Because Idris is DJ. So. Okay. Melanie? I was thinking that it should be you could choose cottage with your fantasy significant other or apartment in your fantasy place but hmm, if it was cottage with my fantasy significant other I'd go with that otherwise I'll have to say apartment in my fantasy city y'all really like delivery huh (laughs) I mean what could not possibly I like to be able to just get out and go explore and I I, I think that kind of feeds the muse a little bit too. right but that's where the people are but it's where the bears aren't So people versus bears yeah. is a really important yeah. real estate consideration <laughs> to make here. What's the real thing about bears? I mean, <laughs> they're bears. They're bears, Melanie. <laughs> so my, my grandmother lives in Rhinelander, Wisconsin, which is up in the Northwoods. And so we'll, you know, go visit. And literally the last time we went up there to visit, we were driving to- back home. And in our rearview mirror, great big black bear uh, just walking across the highway. Yeah, no thank so, you. You're not going to visit my grandma. <laughs> before I moved out of Montclair, which is about 19 miles west, um, there was a period of time where there, none of the elementary schools had recess because there were bears and they were teenagers yeah. and they were hungry and they were dumb. And they were like, oh. Well, actually, they weren't dumb because they were like, wait, hold on. School dumpsters have great food. So there was no recess because there were teenage bears diving in the dumpsters. So they finally caught the last teenage bear who climbed a tree outside a bookstore and refused to leave. (laughs) And I was like, this is a really smart bear. I like this bear. And and I was very sad when he had to leave the bookstore tree because, I mean, that makes sense. So what if if there's a bookstore bear? That could be good. I mean, hot, is it, it's is not it Idris still a bear. Then no. <laughs> no okay. Lauren, what about you? 
city cottage? So I actually, I do live in the city and I write in my apartment in my dream city. I'm from here. Um, but I do. Okay. New Yorkers. Uh, so I already have that, but I do really sometimes fantasize about like the cottage, like the rustic life. I'm like, I'm gonna go to the mountains. And my idea of sporty is like a ponytail and I'm like ready to go. So last time I had my ponytail, ponytail and the pearls. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the mountains. And I saw like three ants and I'm like, no, we are not right back to the city. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say city. I, I like where I'm at. But I've seen the ants here. They're, they're huge, right? They're I mean, they're not bears, but they could. They're, they're kind no, of they're basically creepy. bears. They, they're yeah. really disgusting. So, yeah, city, city. Helena, what about you? Can I have a dog at the cottage? <laughs> Look, we've already included bears and Idris Elba. So well, you can the bears have are a dog. yeah okay. All right, as long as I can have a dog. I mean, I grew. I'm from Canada. It's we don't even have cities. That's a lie. <laughs> Somebody at the Canadian Embassy is really pissed right now, and they don't know why. And I would be more scared of the moose than the bears. Oh, do not mess with moose. They are not to be trifled with. Dangerous and they're mean. So awkward, but so dangerous. Uh, But if I could have a, I grew up like my family had a cottage, so I would. And it looks like the set of the '70s show threw up all over it. Piling all the way down? Oh, it's it's pine and more pine and some extra pine (laughs) on top of some really awful shag carpet and a lot of brown. It's, but it's, yeah, it's great for writing and very quiet. Right. And there's a lake and some bears. And a lot of spiders on the dock. Deal breaker. Not going there. I, know. I love spiders. spiders. Yeah. I love spiders. I, want, like, I love them. I love. Them. So I'm. I love spiders because I'm allergic to insect venom. So if I get too many insect bites, I get sick. And the spiders are like my 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 partners in crime. They're like I'm. I. You know how when you see a honeybee and you're like, are you okay? Do you have water? Do you need, are you all right? I see a spider. I'm like, how many did you eat, my friend? <laughs> like a couple hundred, right? Thank you. You can sit on this whole chair. I'll just move this chair somewhere else for you. You can have all the bugs. You, I love spiders. They're, we're good friends. I'll take the bears too. That's fine. <laughs> drunk drunk bookstore bears. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Right, yeah? All right. Would you rather, this is a tough one, best friend's brother or brother's best friend? Whoa, wait. Oh, I got it. Okay. I have to, <laughs> I have to diagram I, I, that. I, I, I transcribed it and I had to look at it for a minute. It was like, I got it. I got it. I got it. All right. Um, so, best friend's brother or brother's best friend. And this can be hypothetical because I know your yeah, brother is younger brother's than you. brother's 19. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. It's legal. His twin sitting there. She just made a face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's Should I gross. ask your sister? <laughs> no. You can ask. No. <laughs> She's like, no, my gosh, don't ask me. Um, yeah, so the, so the other one. <laughs> best friend's brother. Best friend's brother. Yeah. Oh, my best friend's brother's really cute, actually. So, yeah. <laughs> no, that one. All right, good. Yeah. Helena? My best friend doesn't have a brother, so... That would just, it would be awkward then. Uh, so, and I don't have a brother. But maybe he's a secret it's baby. hypothetical, right? <laughs> oh, right. Okay. If it's hypothetical, then my best friend's brother, I guess. Yeah? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Seems logical. It's a tough question, right? It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Heroines, heroines have this situation just all every time. day, all yeah. the time, right? Mm-hmm. It's 
constantly with the best friends and the brothers having best friends with brothers is just like nonstop. <laughs> it's like bear shifters. <laughs> Does anyone else want to weigh in on brothers and best friends and best friends and brothers in Sonali? I've, I've done... I've been down the brother's best friend path, so maybe the other one just for variety. <laughs> Lauren, you want to add anything? No, I'm, I'm really overwhelmed by the question. Um, <laughs> I, I think probably brother's best friend, but I can't tell you why I say that, so now I'm thinking like maybe therapy to figure that out. Yeah. I get it. I totally get it. All right. Would you rather... Never use social media again, or never watch TV and movies again. You have to choose. You're okay, a monster. I, got it. I did not write these questions, <laughs> I but I do. I do again. support them. <laughs> never use social media again. Yeah, I'm, yeah? Not, I'm not going to give up um, movies. That's storytelling. Yeah, I can give up Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you would rather Netflix over over Twitter any yeah. day? Yeah. I, I completely understand that. Lauren, what about you? Absolutely, social media. Bye. Um, well, I'm not a huge social media fan. I'm really bad at it. I don't know if anyone follows me on Facebook. I posted like three years ago. But also, like, I, I do think that Netflix is a good escape for writers. Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of, it's creative and it's storytelling, but so I'm trying to, like, rationalize it. <laughs> I'm really doing research when I binge watch Friends for the 10th time. Um, I, I just like Friends. I'll just leave it at that. I don't think the IRS here is here. You can totally, like, and it's a tax deduction. Yeah, My whole Netflix subscription is a write-off. Helena, what about you? Social media or TV and movies? I can't give up Stranger Things, so oh, I would, yeah, yeah I, but I could give up Twitter. But not Stranger Things. I understand. <laughs> these, are, this is, these are tough choices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she prefers not to answer. <laughs> Uh, um, uh. I, I would give up social media, but then I would have nobody to talk to about the shows I watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh. How about the like, people in your house, Alicia? Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'd keep television and stuff, but I'd be like, I'd sit there and watch it, and then I'd just be like, okay. <laughs> so it would be hard, but I, I, would, I guess It's I'd a tough that. one. That's a tough one. It's not tough. Social, I would give up social media in a minute, not give up stories and film. Yeah? Yeah. I'm so bad at watching television because I don't... I don't if anyone here is a TV writer, I'm sorry, I don't trust TV writers because I don't always think that they, they know where they're going. And so I read this genre where I know the end. <laughs> I know... I trust writers who are writing novels to know where they're going because there's an end, right? I mean, right? So... I, I, tr I struggle trusting TV writers because there reaches a point where I'm like, you don't, you don't know where you're going, do you? You have no idea what's happening on this. You just, you, you right, you just, yeah. you, you want syndication. You don't want character arcs. And I'm in it for the, for the full story. So mm -hmm. I, would, I would just give up both and go live in a cottage with bears. <laughs> <laughs> and spiders. And, spi and, spi and all my spiders. There's, yeah. there's Sam and, and Mike and... Biff. Steve and Biff. Biff the spider is my yeah. friend. That's right. <laughs> All right. Would you rather live in your favorite book or live in a book that you've written? Ooh. Oh. Hard mm. question. What if they're the same? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I love being on panels with you because you are hilarious. It's the same. Which book? Which book? Which book? The one that just came out, Pride, Prejudice, and Other Flavors. <laughs> My <course>. kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Over there. You're welcome. 
<laughs> yeah, bingo. Right, write your name in the back. Keep your hand in the air. Melanie? My favorite book. What's your favorite book, though? Star Wars. <laughs> is, it Star, is it Star Wars? Just That's say it. <laughs> adaptation. Uh, yeah, that's true. I just, I just immediately thought of Austin in general. So, yeah, know. but they didn't have antibiotics. Be quiet. It's fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> so she would also like to live in Pride Prejudice. I'll move in with Sonali because they did have antibiotics in that version. Open, open the portal. We're all going in. <laughs> Alicia. Um, I think, you know what, I, I, I feel like I'd like to try something new since I already know my own book. Yeah. Um, I would do, I would do my favorite book. Which is? Um, A Wrinkle in Time. Oh. And. You could just, you could just grab yourself a Tesseract and go to your book. I and mean. Go somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Like I could just, you know, jump dimensions. And, and I think especially after the movie adaptation, cause, um, um, cause of Chris. <laughs> It was really awkward, actually, because when I was young, I had a crush on Calvin, and then I saw that movie trailer, and I was like, do I have a crush on the dad? <laughs> Maybe? No? Weird. We, we evolve. Yes, we do. As people. We yeah. grow. We do grow. Yeah. Life is rich. It's a good crush. Yes. Lauren, what about you? I'm going to say a book that I've written mainly because my favorite book is Harry Potter, and I don't think I'm cut out for it. <laughs> like, I, I think that Sorting Hat would be like, mm, no, and they're just going to send me home. So I'll say a book that I've written. Bingo over here, y'all. Thank you. Was it Sorting Hat? <laughs> in a minute. That would oh, be yeah. nice to oh, yeah. answer. Good one. Yeah, I would totally live in Hogwarts. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, in a... Yeah, I question fun. the presence of antibiotics at Hogwarts too. To be honest but they have, with you, they have magic. They, have magic. they would have magic. a spell, <laughs> so you magic. wouldn't need to worry about it. Magic. Go yeah. away, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's true, Helena. This is a hard question. It is. Well, because all my favorite books are super angsty, so <laughs> I don't know if I would want to live that angst over and over and over again. Once was enough. Yeah. Plus edits. Well, no, because I'll, but like, I'll read, read certain parts of my favorite books, but it's generally not the angsty part, right? Yeah. So maybe just those scenes. Any scene in particular you'd want to jump into? We're all living in our books. All the steamy ones, but then I'd be tired <laughs> a lot and sweaty. <laughs> It is a concern. It is. It is a challenge. I I know what you mean. All right. Would you rather... I love this one. Live with an 18th century Scottish Highland warrior or live with your secret baby after one night with your favorite rock star? I'm sorry. Repeat the last one. (laughs) Are we living with the baby or the rock star? Rock star. Rock stars come with ample child care. (laughs) Like like a baby was secret, and then yeah. I told him. You got a secret baby with a rock star after a one-night stand. You're going to go live with the rock star and all that child care. Oh, okay. Does he watch the kid? Does he change diapers? Like <laughs> This is your world, so I'm going to say fully emotionally fluent, non-fair, no, no fear of poop. Or vomit. Well, then I could or go vomit. with the 18th century Highlander because then he would wash. <laughs> like, Ooh. Yeah. If, if we're going fantasy. I want to know true. more. <laughs> it's like watch I, what I didn't write these questions it's a tough dichotomy do I need to ask for more color I, no it's up to us <laughs> you know I think 
like I don't like I like modern things. I could not live in the 18th century. Like I like having like tampons. I like having birth control. I like having penicillin. So no 18th century for me. But also I don't think I would have a secret baby with anyone because I like child support. So, like, it would have to be, like, a secret baby for, like, a month, and then I'd be like, hi, we're having a baby. <laughs> and then he's going to... Well, in the first few weeks, it's kind of a secret from everybody. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay, yeah. until, like, I take the test, and then right. it's not a secret. Okay, right. okay no then that's fine. Then. then I would do the rock I'm really thinking this through. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Yeah, you got to, like, think about it. <laughs> it's, it's hard to work your problems out, you know? It's the rest of your life. The rest of your life, yeah. With a rock star. With the rock star. And child care. Yeah. And child and care. lots of leather pants and oh. and penicillin. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Leather pants totally bother me, and kilts kind of bother me. And I like sewage, uh, which was you know I mean when I, I, I the idea of chamber pots is you know not great because I like the flush to go away. <laughs> So your standards are just yeah. so high. Yeah. <laughs> so also, I mean, I, I mean, come on, we're just about able to deal with the men in this century. No. Realistically, historic men, uh, and no, and 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 yeah, rock stars. I don't know. I mean, they just feel like I would want him to calm the fuck down. Like <laughs> Sit down for a second, man. Change the diaper. So if he does that, sure. I would really love your next book to be the rock star who calmed the fuck down. You got it. Well, I'm just making requests yes. up here. We just wrote it. Yeah, yes. we're all good. Lauren? Co-author. Um, I'm just going to be at Hogwarts. No, I would say... No, can I say neither? I can't say neither. I have to pick one. Because I really, like, rock stars creep me out. And I don't know. I, it's the leather pants. They do not work for me. Do not I have any secret babies. This is hard. It's I, very I think, challenging. Uh, I have a solution. I'm going to go with this, the Scottish guy, I guess. If there's no ants and no bears. <laughs> you can set your terms, Helena. What is your solution to this so terrible So I would like conundrum? to Karen Murray Monning that and bring oh, yes. the 18th century oh, or whatever are. century a Scottish Highlander guy. In, like into the 21st century, and then everything's fine. You got and he would be, be a rock star. Well, I don't want him to be a rock star. I no leather pants. That's sweaty and gross. <laughs> no. You know, actually, that I I agree with that because my favorite genre of like anything is seeing like people from the past come they to modern day water. and then being like confused by like pants. tampons, like a Jeans. like tampons, <laughs> yeah. or or like a toaster, or people not dying of the plague. Yeah. <laughs> Toasters and plague. Yeah, like yeah. the first season of Sleepy Hollow is like ideal because he's like, "What's a Starbucks?" And I was like, "Yes, <laughs> give me, give me Let a me whole show, show of that." And I always like, I, I remember back in the day when there was a lot of time travel romances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the was, day when there was, was the wonderful. zebra paperback that had yeah. the postcard in the middle, and there was a sex scene either Fantastic. side of that postcard. <laughs> you knew where to square it. Everyone was nodding like, "Yes, that is exactly <laughs> where the sex both. scene was." Yeah, in the, you either side of that postcard. In your world. But there were people who went to the past, and there were people who came to the future. But there were more people going to right. the past. I would freak out if I woke up in the past. I'd be like, oh "There are no good bras here. This is terrible." But coming forward, I mean, that's. That's fun. And you die of leeches. 
at some point. Yeah. They, they die of you. leeches? They're very sure of it. Yeah, they what, they, the leeches get like a kilt and a sword and come get you? Like, they got leeches stuck on them and then they die. I'm, oh, they I put them on. History was right. not my strong suit, but I remember this much. Leeches, leeches and bears. Yeah, leeches and bears. Leeches, bears, and tampons. The Alicia Rise story. <laughs> Leather pants. We just wrote that, too. Yeah. <laughs> This is going to be, there's going to be some really messed up books coming in the future. Everyone in publishing, I'm really sorry about that. Erica, I deeply apologize personally to you. There's going to be some submissions. There's no leeches on your bingo card. Did anyone have leeches on their bingo card? Because if they did, I'm going to be really excited. I was not expecting to take a turn toward leeches. If I had made the bingo card, there would have been leeches on it. And bears. And bears. And spiders mm-hmm. and tampons and mm-hmm. penicillin. And tampons, definitely. Tampons. Would you rather boy next door or, boy, or new boy in town? It doesn't have to be a boy. You can create whatever character you want, but next door or new in town? Which is like oh. known you forever or just showed up. I'm getting the one eyebrow from Sonali, which means that I'm in deep trouble. What I do now? I met and married my husband in seven days. You can answer that question for So me. did he live next door to you? I met him for the first time in my life, and then I was married to him seven days after that. That worked out for you. So literally new boy new seven God. days later. All right, that works. Alicia? Um, I feel like if it was the boy next door, I would have like acted on it if I really wanted it. <laughs> But you know, your, your crushes evolve. I mean, maybe he, maybe he needed to grow into being the dad on A Wrinkle in Time. May, that's okay. All right. I just like new things. I'll do the new one. <laughs> Melanie? Yeah, ditto. I think, if, <laughs> I think, yeah, if there was the boy next door. I mean, I was, I think I was trying to kiss the boy next door when I was six. So My girl. Oh, <laughs> Melanie. We got bingo. For, for kissing the boy next door when you kissing six year old kissing okay <laughs> I love this all right Lauren I am definitely boy next door and I think I'm way too like stranger danger for the new guy yeah um, I know why there are no bingos on that that is a good one stranger yeah danger. yeah no I'm, I'm a sucker stranger for the boy teacher. next door yeah <laughs> Helena I'm gonna go with the boy next door I think just because it's romantic. And maybe he grew into the awkwardness. So, um, or into my awkwardness. I don't know. So, Sonali, I don't know if I've ever told you this. I met my husband in high school when we were 17. We've been together since we were 19. We're going to be married 20 years next year. Now we're 44, which is super nauseating. I'm really sorry. Um, but I just want you to know that if you give me time and I can find it, um, he had a mullet. <laughs> it was an ep- And he's got curly hair, so this was a mullet. That is Epic. And it was like, I mean, I was growing up in Pittsburgh when there was like Mario Lemieux and Yarmir Yager, and like we had some really epic, like seriously steamy length mullets going on here. There's a lot of mullet action in my high school, so yeah. Um, did you have the mall bangs? My hair is very straight, but what I did do was do the double barreled, so it was like a sideways butt. <laughs> and and you remember when you put the put the curling iron on your hair, and then you hit it with the hairspray until it's like. <laughs> And then someone comes upstairs running because it smells like something's burning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was the 80s. And then the, the curling iron had that irreversible scunge on it from all that hairspray being baked onto it. Yeah, I, I did that. Which is one of the reasons why my hair is short now because I'm not tempted to do that again. That's terrible. So I'm very much like the boy next door with a mullet. Like I'm 
<laughs> but but I did. I did. Th- this guy, I had known him six days, and uh, he went to get a haircut. And this was in India, and they give you a really nice head massage. And he was jet lagged, and he fell asleep. <laughs> and, uh, which is so my husband. I've been married to him 23 years. He fell asleep. He calls me and says, "Are you sure you want? How sure are you that you want to marry me?" <gasps> and I said, "What did you do with the haircut?" He basically was near bald. Oh no! Oh. And my f- my best friend walks in and says, "How old is the guy you're married?" <gasps> and I was talking to my sister-in-law, and I said, "Meet my sister-in-law." So we had it was interesting, but this man was completely bald when I married him because he fell asleep in the chair, and they just cut his hair while he yes. was sleeping. Yes, oh. it was it was a say when situation. I, I guess. <laughs> I feel like trauma on your behalf. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Holy a, cow. It was a relaxing massage. And you, so much did you know? I mean, I notice when people are cutting my hair. How did you miss it? It was right. wow. Right. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, this is our last question, and this is a really hard one. It was real, real hard. In fact, the original draft. Um, actually, I'll read, I'll read Marissa's original draft because the original draft is way good. Are you ready? This is. It, Tall, dark, and handsome, or Thor. (laughs) (laughs) Or bonus option, Valkyrie. The whole room is like, I'm sorry, this is an unacceptable choice. (laughs) Is it the Thor in the last Avengers movie? That Thor? Which one of the Thor you want? (laughs) Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Whatever, whatever you want. Thor, the one who looks like Thor Lebowski. <laughs> whatever Thor you want, and Valkyrie, and Tall, Dark, and Handsome. So, wait, is that the question? Tall, Dark, and Handsome, or Thor, or Valkyrie. Oh God. So it's between Idris and Thor. <laughs> if that's the torture you want to inflict on yourself, I mean, I can't make that choice, friend. Heimdall versus Thor is really wow. You oh yeah. Oh my god. Heimdall versus. I'm going with Valkyrie because that's too tough. I can't do it. <laughs> see, I've never seen. Oh, okay. oh, see, everyone here is like, what do I do, we're, Helena? We're, we're buzzing amongst tall, dark, ourselves. And handsome. You're all how tall? You're tall, dark, and yeah. handsome. I will say, I'm gonna get like kicked out. I don't really get the Thor thing. I don't. You I, mean? Yeah. 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 Wait a minute. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah? I know, I know. I mean, I'll take him. I like him. You don't want him. I, I, She's got dibs, everyone. Him. He can be mine forever. Do all he, my laundry. He, he makes cakes. The, but the brother is tall, dark, and handsome, yeah? The, the Hemsworth brother? One of them is. Yeah, Liam. Liam is. I'll take yeah. him. But doesn't he come with Miley Cyrus now? Well, with not yeah. Second chair. Yeah. Get her a cage. I think she'd be into it. You know, <laughs> probably right. I'm she, still she going with Valkyrie. Would. I'm still with Valkyrie. Alicia? No, mm, the more I think about it, like it's kind of a no-brainer. I do Valkyrie. I'm with you. Because we'll we, fight would it get, out. we would get so much stuff done. <laughs> oh my She's God. got a winged horse. I she mean, is come the most on. efficient person, I bet. Like, and as I grow older, that's very sexy to me. Oh, it's super sexy. Yeah, like we would get a lot of things done. She'd be very funny. I would like, she would probably take care of the bears for me. <laughs> Um, Winged horse yeah. would take care of the bears for And she too. can, like, you know, she knows how to, like, fly things. Ah, she'd just be so useful. I'd love her. Yeah. <laughs> useful, cool, wonderful. I love her. Valkyrie. All I'm the with way. you all the way. Yeah, absolutely. Way. You can Sonali. have all the others. Sonali? <laughs> you know, honestly, Chris Hemsworth 
is, I mean, I understand the technicality of his beauty. <laughs> like, I understand that it's all kind of in the right place and it's all, and he's, he's funny and it just doesn't do anything for me. I'll, I'll take him, it's fine. Yeah. So, and but, yeah. I will love I mean, him forever. Idris every time. Nobody, no, you've got dibs, Lynn, he's I all know. yours. I'm so excited. His, his wife doesn't know what's happening. I wish it was real. All right, you guys, Marissa has a bonus question, and we have a bingo up front, Natalie. But, but so, did we say anything about his hammer? That would be okay. Sonali. Uh, this is hotly contested in our office, so I want you guys to rank the Chris's. So Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine, which girl? Chris Pine. Wait, Hemsworth, Pine, what are the And Pratt. Chris Pratt. Pratt lost a lot of And, do we and Chris to, Evans. Chris, Chris Okay. Okay. So Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, and Chris Pine, make Chris, the right choice. Chris, Chris, Chris Evans is Captain America, right? Yeah. Oh, so Pine, Hemsworth, Pine and Evans, you have to rank them in order. Okay. Pine. Can Evans. I go? Huh? Is it the one where he's got the the tree stump and he's like? <laughs> it's. So you're. So wait, Melanie, you are ranking Evans first. Who's second? Oh, no, I was just picturing it in my head. Oh! <laughs> I'm very sorry. I need to figure out, like, which one is, you know. Yeah. It's, 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 Chris ranking is hard, man. She's looking no, at the not. gifs right now and figuring in out my, what In my mind, is. Yeah. It is not hard. It's Chris Pine, Chris Pine, Chris Pine. <laughs> you have support from your constituents on this issue. I would do, um, I would do my captain first. Evans first. <laughs> Always. Um, you guys know he's a Red Sox fan, right? Hi, guys. <laughs> I went to college in Boston. I'm fine with that. I'm okay. very used to that. I'm, um, I'm, I'm from Pittsburgh. I don't care. So <laughs> my, my best friend actually uh, is from Boston, and in her bathroom, she has a collage dedicated to the Red Sox, <laughs> framed, that she made herself. It's amazing. So I'm, I'm used to this. And so, yeah, my captain so first... Evans is one. Um, it would have to be like, like, like Daddy Pine, like right now, like, <laughs> with the beard, like with the gray beard, bearded, bearded yeah. Pine, yeah, beardy Pine. Um, <laughs> not like, not like old, not like Young Pine, because he's getting better. Um, and then you Hemsworth the last. Are you are, are you discriminating against his eyebrows in Princess Diaries? Is that what this is? <laughs> I, oh, he did. He did have good eyebrows. There, we got some but deep yeah. cut he was Pine like, defining. He hair. like grew nicely. Like he, he like, oh, you know, like the, you know, he's growing nice. He's like yeah. hiccup on how to train your dragon. Like what happened? Yeah. <laughs> Everything is a euphemism personality. Yeah. Melanie. So honestly, I wouldn't going to go Hemsworth first because one, I am a sucker for a good accent mm. and it's actually, you see all these photos. This is, you see him with his kids and it's like, oh, yeah. it's pretty sexy. Perfect. Like when he's like, he's such a good dad. <laughs> yeah. I so, hear you. So now who's two? Hemsworth one. Um, Evans too, because of the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The what with, now? With the the the, the yeah, tree that trunk. tree trunk, uh, and he's got yeah. the the arm porn, oh, and the, yeah. yeah, and then pine three. So it's so not like an album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am really really into Chris Evans, like a lot. Um, so I'm getting a little jealous. I'm like, how dare you? But also, Chris Pine, I am going to disagree. Chris Pine, no beard. Oh, no. Is, I see, I feel like we went to the no, no, later. Oh, no. Um, 
Yeah. I really like I like the Captain Kirk. Um, this is gonna get weird. Uh, the Star Trek. Like I love him in Star Trek when he's all like clean cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like oh, yeah. the captains. Apparently. It's a different captain. I like the captain. You get a different and captain going here. Chris Hemsworth, whatever. <laughs> I'm just not in it. You can have him. You can have him. He's just so amazing. Helena's like, do I fight her or do I just be happy? What do I do now? More for you. It is more for you. It is more. Yeah. Helena, what's your call? Uh, well, I'm I'm gonna put Chris Evans above Chris oh. Hemsworth. That's the oh, yeah. that <laughs> that's yeah. Wait, I'm sorry, really quick. Why did we disqualify Pratt? Because he's a jerk. He is oh, a jerk. okay. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. okay. He's canceled. He's got, yeah. He what? lost all of his points for being not. Yeah, canceled. Yeah. yeah. He's out of the pantheon. I got to go yes. Google this later. He's out of the running. Yeah, yeah he's not. He, he's not a Chris at heart. No. no. <laughs> and Hemsworth is second and Pine is third because I actually don't know what he looks like. Has there been? <laughs> I think Somali oh can show you. <laughs> So has there been any consensus in your office? Does this help at all? No? No? no. You don't need to fight. There's plenty of Chris. So this is, this is a tough question. All of these Chrisses. All right, Chrisses. All right, so aside from chrysanthemums, how about we sign some books, y'all? All right. Can I get a round of applause for our amazing... Did you guys have fun? Do you have you have Chris debates now? All right. And that is the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed our live event. If you ever want to see if I've got other live events that I'm emceeing, smartbitchestrashybooks.com slash events. You can find out more. And I always put them on the site as well. But I love doing live events, especially with panels that are that fun and funny and entertaining. I will have links in the show notes at smartbitchestrashybooks.com slash podcast, where you can find Helena Hunting, Lauren Lane, Melanie Johnson, Alicia Rye, and Sonali Dave. I will have links to their websites, their social media, and of course, we talked about their upcoming books, so I'll have links to those too. This week's podcast sponsor is The Muffia series written by Anne Royal Nicholas. If you like Sex in the City and the Jane Austen Book Club, or if you're a member of a book club yourself, you will love this contemporary women's fiction series set in Los Angeles, where only one of the nine members of this zany book club is in show business. The Muffia, More Muffia, and Muff Stuff are each narrated by a different member of the Muffia Book Club. In book one, The Muffia, Madeline is having a fling with an Israeli spy and trying to get her life back on track. In book two, More Muffia, talent agent Quinn is getting sabotaged at work while trying to break free of her married boyfriend. And in book three, Muff Stuff, Sarah is in the midst of a bad breakup and dogs are going missing, all while she tries to build a baking empire. In each of the stories, there's a light mystery element and a couple of book club meetings where invariably one of the muffs reveals a calamity that needs everyone's help. The Muffia is a series about the enduring power of friendship and the love of books. And because each book is told from a different character's point of view, there's something for everyone. The Muffia series is on sale now. You can find out more at anroyalnicholas.com. Today's podcast transcript and every podcast transcript is hand compiled by Garlic Knitter. Thank you, Garlic Knitter. This week's transcript is brought to you by Last Chance Rodeo by Carrie Lindell. In this novel, Dell invites readers into the heart of her home country, Montana's Blackfeet Nation, 
and the challenges faced by a teenaged boy with fetal alcohol syndrome, who is determined to live his best life with the staunch support of his makeshift family, plus a whole lot of hope, humor, and one very opinionated horse. One thoughtless moment cost David Parsons everything. An irreplaceable horse named Muddy, his rodeo career, and his fiancée. After four long years, he's finally tracked the missing horse to the Blackfeet Reservation. It should be the happiest day of his life. But the troubled young boy who's riding Muddy now has had more than his fair share of hard knocks. And his fierce guardian, Mary Steele, will do whatever it takes to make sure losing this horse isn't the blow that levels him. David finds himself drawn to them both and is faced with a soul-wrenching dilemma. Take Muddy and his shot at rodeo glory or claim what could be his last chance to make his shattered heart whole. Author Carrie Lindell is a Blackfeet descendant who lives with her family on the reservation and brings a lifetime of rodeo experience to this touching family drama. Last Chance Rodeo is available now wherever books are sold, and you can find out more at carrylindell.com. If you are a member of our podcast, Patreon, thank you. And if you are curious about our podcast, Patreon, and would like to find out more, smart bitches, patreon.com slash smart bitches. Monthly pledges start at $1 a month and every pledge makes a deeply appreciated difference in keeping the show going and making every episode accessible to everyone. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to our Patreon community. The music you are listening to is from the Hanuman Collective. This album is Pedal Horse and this track is called Percolator. I really like this album. You can find out more at Amazon or at iTunes. And coming up on Smart Bitches this week. This weekend, Amanda is going to take you on a tour of her Etsy wish list, and we're going to post some bonus Help a Bitch Out posts because you love them and we love them and they're fun. So here come more of them. Plus, they're like puzzles we solve every week. We also have a special post about brand new toys for your intimate enjoyment. We have reviews of some series, beginning of a series that is many books long. So if you're looking to deep dive into a series, we might be able to help get you started. We have reviews of new books. We have a knitting column and we have help a bitch out and books on sale every day. I hope you will hang out with us at one point or another this week. It's always lovely to have you. I will have links to the books we talked about and I will have links to any upcoming events that you might be interested in. But now it's time for a terrible, terrible joke. I apologize in advance for how bad this joke is. I'm having way too much fun with this. And I also love getting them from you. So if you want to like send me green bad jokes, that's super great. So what is blue and not very heavy? Give up. What is blue and not very heavy? Light blue. That's like the cousin to my other favorite terrible joke, which I told many people. <laughs> What's blue and smells like red paint? Blue paint. <laughs> What's blue and not very heavy? Light blue. <laughs> that is from Isaac B1 on Reddit. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. And on behalf of everyone here and everyone who worked so hard to make the Strand event happen, we wish you the very best of reading. Have a wonderful weekend and we will see you back here next week.